So a day or two ago, I was watching the Red Table talk, and the conversation's focal point was racism in medicine. Now, I was very happy to see this topic being talked about, not only because I've experienced this before, but because it highlights yet another racial disparity we as Black men, and especially women, are forced to face in this country every single day. So as I'm watching, I made the mistake of scrolling down the comment section where I could see a slew of comments being made by white women. And I really, I really try to keep myself from doing this because I know it's there and I know it will always be there. Some white women are so desperate to be seen or included and will completely miss the mark and instead of making a valid point will instead prove just how tone deaf and racist they really are. And then I ended up coming across a comment so ludicrous in this assertion that it made me think. And the comment was, I think it's ridiculous to make it seem as though these things only happen to black women. Where is the conversation about this happening to white women? This is poor medical care issue, not a black or racist issue. And in that moment, after reading that comment, a question popped up in my head that I will pose to you guys and have you reflect and come up with your own conclusions. And that question is, why do white women feel the need to impede on spaces created for black women? It's become pretty much clear to me that whether it's us trying to create a space where we can relate to other black women or women of color, whether it's us talking about black experiences or our own personal trauma, white women will actively seek to interject into these spaces. And it's really fucking annoying. Because of that, I firmly believe that white women, specifically racist and ignorant white women, are the greatest threat to black growth and prosperity. And just to, to kind of highlight and prove my point, not that it needs to be proven because it's pretty much obvious to anyone with eyes at this point. I'll give you another example of racist white women or, or tofu termites, as I like to call them, showing their inability to, to read the room and realize their input is not needed nor necessary. So about a month ago, I made a post where I jokingly shared images of various things that pretty much every black person at one point in time in their life has had in their household. And I think one of the images was like a Barbie sheet with like the black Barbie on it and a hot comb. And you know that old school volleyballs and beads box your mom used to have, the jar of blue sheen grease, you know, various shit like that. And I posted it with the caption, where my black folks at? And hashtag who remembers this? And in the comment is, you know, this basic Becky, highly upset, and I'm talking, wrote a whole paragraph that I didn't screenshot, which sucks because she deleted it after reading my reply. But the gist was, you know, way to be racist. I had those sheets too. It's not just black people who experience these things and blah, blah, blah. And I ended up commenting back like, you were so desperate to be a part of something not meant for you, that you were calling me connecting with other people, other black people via shared experience, racist. It's clear to me every day that it's the goal for certain white women to erase racism. And it's not because it's wrong. It's because the topic makes them uncomfortable. And they're so ignorant to their own hypocrisy that either knowingly or unknowingly, they perpetuate it even further. 
by attempting to invalidate the lived and shared experience of black people through these weird rose-colored lenses of, you know, privileged white life. That kind of deep-rooted white supremacy is, is tightly wound within the police system, within the child care system, and within the medical system as well. And because of it, we're losing so many black lives, black babies every day. And then you have these so-called allies that attempt to make us believe that they're on our side, that they have our backs, when it's, it's pretty fucking clear they don't. When we talk about racism in medicine not being heard, not being taken seriously... It is so real. I've been told before that I wasn't in as much pain despite feeling like my insides were on fire. I've been told I shouldn't breastfeed because, quote, women like me normally don't. I've been ignored when I express concern about my son being lethargic and not eating to a doctor to the point that I had to go to an entirely different hospital just to be heard. And had I listened to the first doctor, who clearly didn't take anything I said seriously, I could have lost my son. Or he could have lost his ability to speak. Had I not stuck to my guns, had I allowed that doctor to continue to gaslight me into believing I didn't know my own child, had I not went to another hospital and demanded an x-ray, they wouldn't have found the button battery in this esophagus. Racial gaslighting is getting stronger every day. It's literally everywhere. It isn't until we're yelling and screaming or we take to social media that we're at the bare minimum listened to. But underneath, we are still viewed as these angry black women who are playing victim, attempting to take away our reality, yet expecting us to be calm when we finally stand up, when we finally speak our minds. And a lot of people either fail to see or they just don't give a shit, or they don't care to understand that by labeling us as angry straight away, they take away that chance, that opportunity to understand the why behind it. And we're not upset for no reason. We didn't conjure up these issues, these problems out of thin air. So why are we then just assumed to be angry? And on that note, who the fuck do you think wants to be angry every single day of their lives? Because it damn sure isn't us. Many things resonated with me during uh, that episode of Red Table, but something Dwayne Martin said to Jada really hit home, and that was, society has used the best parts of Black women. I wholeheartedly agree, and they still do. From our bodies, our style, our mannerisms, we are literally the blueprint, and always will be. That isn't gloating, it's just facts. But within that is the realization that to be a Black woman, is to be invisible. To be a black woman is to be misunderstood. To be a black woman is to be underestimated. And we've become accustomed and somewhat complacent within that. And as black women collectively, we need to change it. I work on myself every day. And one thing I've changed drastically about me is caring about the feelings of those who don't care about the life and the lives of the people that look like me. When I move throughout this world, it's with the sole intent to make people uncomfortable. I will not allow you to be comfortable in your ignorance, comfortable in your racism or your bigotry, and I implore anyone listening to do the same. Whether you were a fan of Mr. Mooney's or not, it's undeniable that he was a true comedic legend and a prolific figure in the black community, and he will be missed. The late Paul Mooney said it best, I don't want affirmative action, too much affirmative, not enough action. Rest in peace to a true trailblazer. And for that reason, I'll close this episode with this.
then I'm, I'm finished. And I, and I laughed so hard about her sister, who's a white woman, who cook, who, who baked the chocolate cake for her little white son. And the, she turned her back. The little white son put chocolate on his face. She said, look, mommy, I'm black. And she slapped him. She said, don't you ever say that in this house. Go tell your dad what you said. She said, look, daddy, I'm black. And the daddy slapped him. Don't you ever say that. You go tell your grandfather what you said. Look, grandpa, I'm black. And grandpa slapped him. Go back to your mother. And the mother sat him down and said, Timmy, now what have you learned today? And Timmy said, I've learned I've been black for five minutes and already I hate you white people. Thanks for tuning in and be sure to check back on Tuesdays for all new episodes of Black Girl Zing and Thursdays for that really chafes my cooter, a quick session of me ranting about stuff that annoys the shit out of me. Thanks so much again for listening. I'm your host, Zombie, and be sure to look both ways because there's a black girl crossing. See ya.